0: Hey everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Rare Disease Mama. I am your host, Jillian Arnold. start this episode off by saying just thank you to everyone that has been tuning in. Um I know the schedule that we have going on right now <laughs> is kind of sporadic um with like new episodes releasing. This is due in large part to just our insane summer we've been having. I've just been so busy. It's been really really difficult for for me to find time to sit down and record. Plus, I also just want to be very intentional with these episodes. I don't like recording just for the sake of recording. I like when I actually have something to say, which, you know, is pretty often. (laughs) Um, But I, I guess over the summer, I've just been kind of recording when I feel called to do so. So Again, thank you to everyone that's been hanging in there with me. Um, I do have quite a few fun episodes coming down the pipeline. Sorry, I forgot to put my phone on silent here. So stay tuned for all those. I will definitely be posting on my social media when those are going to be coming out. So, oh my gosh, you guys. So the other night, well, I guess this has been like a week at this point. But my husband and I went out to dinner with Roman and Stella, and it was after long infusion day. We never feel like cooking after being at the hospital all day. So we're usually ordering takeout or going out to eat if it's a nice night out. So we ended up checking out this new restaurant by our house, which was delicious, and It was a beautiful night. We sat outside. Stella started crying. And (laughs) I know I've mentioned this on previous um, episodes, but we've been really struggling with these crying episodes that Stella has been doing. They've gotten much better, but it's still happening. And they kind of happen at random times. We're not sure what the root cause of them is, but it's just really hard to deal with Obviously, no one likes to see their child in pain or upset, um, and then it's, like, on a whole nother level when your child can't actually tell you what's going on. So anyways, we went out to eat, and lately we've just been sitting outside just in case she starts up with one of these episodes. We have a quick exit plan, and we're not, like, disrupting everyone inside the restaurant. So we were sitting outside. She started crying. It was obviously not easy to calm her down. Donald ended up ended up having to take her and kind of like walk her around the, the building a little bit. Got her calmed down. We were able to kind of finish our meal. And our server came over at the end. And he was giving us our check. And he said... Someone, a customer inside, wanted to put $100 towards your guy's meal. And we're like, oh my gosh, what? Like, who? who is it? Can you tell us who it is? And he's like, he he, or she, they didn't want you to know who it was. Um, They actually have, they're long gone at this point, and they just wanted to do this. And we're like, what? We were kind of like shell-shocked, <laughs> like... How somebody could be this kind. And it was funny because the whole time Stella was crying, all I was thinking is like, oh my gosh, everyone is, were those people. Obviously, they don't, most people don't know that she has like underlying issues going on. So I honestly don't know if someone inside like just saw her crying and felt bad for us or... If they just saw that, you know, we obviously have our hands full <laughs> with our two kids. I'm not sure what the circumstance was. I know it's not somebody that I knew, though, because when we got there, I went inside to get seated while Donald waited outside. And the restaurant is very small. Um, So I would have seen someone in there had I known them. And I didn't. And then we ended up we were sitting outside on the patio literally right next to the front door so we would have seen everyone that was going in and out um so I just wanted to this is your guy's daily reminder to do something nice for someone out of the kindness of your heart just I am challenging you all to just do something it doesn't need to be a hundred dollars towards some stranger's bill but we have definitely, been paying it forward since that happened to us and i feel like that's so important especially this day and age and to whoever did that i highly doubt you're listening but if you are thank you so much like you didn't even know the whole backstory behind you know our dinner that night how we had such a long day at the hospital and um it really just like meant the world to us. It was so, so kind and just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So last weekend was the speaking engagement that I was doing. So the organization is called Maybe Help. It was their annual gala and I gave a speech. It was a wonderful evening, a great event. I'm glad that the that is over with. Like after the speech, I could kind of like actually relax and have some fun mingled. And it was a really good time. And I'm so thankful to May Help for asking me to do that. I was happy to do it. It's such a great organization. I have a link in my show notes if anyone wants to check it out. But yeah, it was a really fun evening. But that was definitely something that, uh, was uh not stressing me out but you know in the back of my mind every day I'm like I need to write the speech I need to write the speech and obviously I waited till the last minute to do it but it all turned out great and if anyone is interested in hearing it I have a video up on my Instagram um where you can check it out so I I wanted to kind of hop into this episode and share with you guys a an email that i got from a listener um this was i got this a few weeks back i think it was when we were driving to florida actually i I saw it in the car so i wanted to share this with you guys because this listener really spent a lot of time writing this out and I really appreciate when I get emails like this or messages like this because it just reiterates why I decided to do this podcast and um, I call it kind of like a god ping. <laughs> like, okay, it's it's helping some people and keep, keep at it. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and read this to you guys and I'm going to only say her first name because she talks about her son a little bit. So trying to keep it more anonymous. So the subject was your podcast. New biggest fan. First of all, I want to say kudos to you for taking the time to put this podcast out into the world as a mama of a medically complex kiddo with a rare terminal genetic disease. I hope you know how much it means to have someone out there who actually gets it ever since diagnosis day. Almost three years ago, I've been managing all of the anxiety and day to- day hustle of coordinating all the things while working full time, wadding through stages of grief and hoping and fundraising for a cure which can be pretty isolating. Your words make me feel so much less alone of the few podcasts I've started listening to so far on the subject, which are great in their own ways. Yours has by far been one of been the one I've connected with the most. I love your realness and authenticity. You're so relatable. Throughout your episodes, I find myself saying, oh my god, same. Listening to your thoughts during my day feels like having a vent sesh with a friend, albeit in a weird one-sided way. But I guess it's the next best thing to chatting over coffee or wine. I wish I could point out just one episode so far that has really stood out so I could give <clears throat> Excuse me. So I could give you more targeted feedback, but literally everyone has just hit perfectly in the moment. No topic is too small. Keep them coming. Speaking of which, not sure if you're looking for episode ideas, and I haven't listened to them all yet, so maybe you've already covered it, but I wonder if you have considered exploring the topic, and maybe it's too taboo, but conquering self-blaming karma. I'm not sure if you've had this thought or have had others share feelings on this but it's a bit different than mom guilt. It's that nagging thought that something you did way back when might have led you to this, like bad karma. Would love to hear if other moms have ever felt that way. And despite therapists and doctors saying nothing we could have done would have changed their diagnosis, I know I did not always make the best choices in my 20s. Is this what I get for all the poor choices I made? Was this my karmic wake-up call to become a better person? Don't get me wrong. Most days I feel blessed with... This special gift that is my sweet angel boy who has taught me so much about life, love, compassion, and relishing the moments. He has made me a better person. However, it's sad that it took this devastating curveball to make me do and be all of those things. I'd be curious to know if any other mom out there feels the same way. Maybe too edgy, but might be worth exploring someday. I for sure would listen. Anyway, again, amazing job so far. In case you ever need to hear it, your words do matter and mean a lot to your listeners. You you rallying even on the hard days and making these episodes matters. It's so worth it. You are making an impact more than you know. Thank you from the bottom of this rare mama's heart. Big hug, Sarah. So first of all, Sarah, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to send that to me. It's always a little... Scary. <laughs> Recording these episodes, not scary. Um, I don't know the right word Is that I'm looking for. <laughs> I guess when you're putting, when I'm putting my, you know, feelings out there and thoughts out there and opinions out there, you never know how it's going to get received. And I'm trying to just be as honest as I can be and really share, you know, all the ups and downs of, of our lives as, as rare disease parents. Um, so it really truly means so much to me when I hear from somebody that it's getting received well with. So now let's get into the karma idea that Sarah was talking about. Cause yes, I do believe that karma is, um, a real thing. And I am somebody that genuinely believes that what you put out there comes back to you. So what you put out into the universe comes right back to you. Now, I also believe that there's so much pain and suffering in the world, and there's just bad things that happen to good people every day, and it's hard for us to see in the moment why that is, but I do believe that there's a bigger picture and a reason for everything. So while I do believe in karma and, you know, getting back what you put out there, in this circumstance, I absolutely do not believe that our children are, well, no, not children, our children's diagnosis is bad karma that's coming around to us. And like I said, that thought did cross my mind. I think it crosses everyone's mind in the in the very beginning. It's hard to see through the murky waters of grief and despair and anguish when your child is first diagnosed with something like this. So you obviously are thinking like what did I do? It it's it's easy to do that. Um, And I think it's natural, too. After some time passes, though, and you kind of settle into your life more, I think that that karma idea or thought quickly dissipates. At least it did for me. Now, on this subject, when I did read and start thinking more about, like, The karma and stuff, Um, the karma idea, it did make me think back to a specific instance in my past um, that it doesn't really have to do with karma per se, but there – so just to give you guys a little background, I went to school for art. Um, I graduated with a degree in art and After I graduated, I had this idea that I wanted to go into art therapy because I knew I always wanted to have some kind of career where I was helping people in one way or another. I just felt like I was called to do something like that. Um, I looked into grad schools specifically for art therapy, decided I didn't – really feel the time was right to like do more schooling. And I was, I think I was just eager to like get into the work field. And so I ended up, um, finding a job at a nonprofit called Visionaries and Voices in Cincinnati. Um, it's a really amazing organization. It's an art studio for adults with disabilities. So I thought that that was a good kind of like stepping stone into me deciding like, is this really what I want to do with my life? And then maybe if I really enjoyed that, then I would consider going to grad school for art therapy because that was essentially what we were doing there in, you know, more ways than one. We were working with artists one on one and um, just fostering like a space for them to be have like that creative outlet. So I worked there for a few years. absolutely loved that job. I think it was probably like my most favorite job that I've ever had. Loved all the people I worked with. I just I felt so at peace there when when I was working. And I worked with people, all different kinds of abilities. And I learned a lot at that job. And I'm bringing this up because there was one day in particular. I don't know why this always stood out to me. I was getting ready to leave. And that day had been a little like chaotic. Like there was (laughs) just a lot of things going on. And it had been like a little stressful, but. Even on those stressful days, like, I still really, truly enjoyed being there. And I remember, I think it was a little, uh, not a little boy. He was probably 18 at the time. But he had autism. And I think he was just having, like, a rough day. And we ended up having to, like, call his mom or something. Like, there was just stuff, more than normal stuff going on. And I remember packing up my things, getting ready to leave. I just, like, stopped and, like, looked around and looked at all the different people there. And this thought just came into my head. And it was, like, I could handle having a child with a disability. Like, that thought just came into my head. And I remember specifically, like, it came in twice. Like, I was, like, I could handle this. I could handle having kids with disabilities. And I look back now because I always have, I've always remembered that experience and it was just such a random kind of thought. And I feel like, I don't know if I always make a joke. I'm like, I think God heard me say that or think that And he was like, you can handle a kid with disabilities. Here you go. Here's two. (laughs) But, you know, I can joke about it now. But back when Roman was first diagnosed, I immediately thought that I brought this upon myself because of that thought that I had. Like, I thought that I, like, willed it to happen. And I remember... um telling my mom this, like after his diagnosis, I was so upset. And, and I remember telling my mom, like, I think I brought this upon myself. And I was crying. And I told her about that specific day and that specific thought. And I was like, I, I think that, you know, God heard me and he, or she decided to send me two kids with a life limiting condition. Now years later, I obviously don't think that. Um, I I guess going a little deeper than just that, I do feel like everyone's given certain challenges in life. I, My challenges might look different from yours, but we all face our own types of challenges. And I feel like that is what our soul needs. That specific challenge is what our soul needs in order to keep growing and keep evolving and keep learning. And I think we're all of us are at all different stages in our in our journeys, our soul journeys to to get a little deeper um and I feel like that moment looking back is or was my soul kind of like preparing me for what was coming. Um, And I don't know it. that when I started thinking about karma and stuff, this specific instance really kept popping into my head. And I just felt like I wanted to share that with you guys. I also have always believed that when our souls kind of choose to come to earth and have that human experience, we on some level know kind of what we're getting ourselves into because we know what we need in order to continue to grow and evolve and learn. Another thing that I like to always remind myself, especially during really difficult times with my children, or times where I'm just like, why is this happening? Why do our kids have to go through this? Especially when Roman was in the pick you fighting for his life. That was so painful to watch. And um I just kept reminding myself like how incredibly blessed and lucky I am to be able to love something, a human, this much that it hurts so bad to see them in pain. I mean, not everyone gets to experience that kind of love, and it's it's a beautiful thing. So just a little food for thought. These are just my thoughts and opinions and beliefs. And I know it doesn't necessarily have to do with karma per se, but I don't know. That story just kept popping into my head when I read this email. So I felt like I needed to share it with you guys. I am going to kind of wrap up there. If anyone else has thoughts on like karma or anything that has to do along the with along these lines, please reach out to me. I'm always curious to hear what you guys think and love to hear other perspectives and yeah. I also wanted to thank Sarah for sending sending me that email. I love that she said that it feels <laughs> like in a weird one sided way that we are having coffee or a glass of wine together and just talking because that's really kind of the vibe that I wanted to come across with my podcast. i I wanted it to not be too structured and really just feel like you're having a conversation with a good friend who you've never met before in person. (laughs) And Sarah, keep up the amazing work. You're doing an incredible job. She sent me a picture of her beautiful family and your kids are precious and I am sending you nothing but love. So that is where I'm going to leave you guys today. Um, Hopefully the next episode will be available in two weeks, but you never know what's going to pop up. So (laughs) Be on the lookout if you don't already follow me on social media. You can follow me at Confessions of a Rare Disease Mama. And I will catch you guys all next time. Bye.